Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichin. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 618 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Bridget. And she writes, Hi Vidas and Usha. The more complicated rhythms are my favorites for sight reading. Also, I've been listening to recordings from Art of the Fugue and did some research as I was wondering about the meaning of the different parts. There must be so much more that can be learned from the Art of Fugue. The variations of the Javinivan Psalms are of interest to me too. Can I find them somewhere together to come back to them? Enjoy following you and uh, learning from you. Regards, Bridget. So, Osha, it appears that um, Bridget is studying uh, my uh, organ site reading master course. Excellent. I think this is a very useful tool. It's based on uh, on Bach's The Art of Fugue. And um, each week uh, students receive daily trainings uh, for, uh, for their sight reading exercises. And at first we start very simply with sight reading one voice, simple line, soprano part. And then we switch to other voices little by little, add um, combinations of voices, increase the number of voices. And so we also switch keys. I transpose the the contrapuntal uh, material into other keys as well. So organists can get the sense of playing in multiple keys as well. So this is a long course, 40 week long, plus seven weeks of bonus material in legato style. Mm, And I hope um, that people who start can finish what they started because not everyone is so patient. Yes, I I know somebody who said read one voice, but I think I haven't heard her playing more voices. Um, I'm looking forward to two voices as well. Maybe this time will come in the future too. Who knows? But Bridget is clearly enjoying complicated rhythms uh, in that in that collection in the art of fugue. Do you think do you think she means um triplets or something else? I'm not quite sure in which part of you know art of fugue she is right now. But in general that's a sort of a little bit an odd comment because often people avoid difficult rhythms and we like simple rhythms so this is good. Yes, this is very good. Um, yeah, because if you if you know how to play simple rhythms, you tend to play sim- simple rhythms all the time. And uh, 
challenging parts are not always a, a joyful experience to play, right? Yes, that's right. And in general, you know, as Bridget says, you know, the art of fugue is you know, the collection that you one could learn a lot. And I couldn't agree more because it's really the one collection. How many times have you heard this collection live? Well, only very few times. Like in being in a real recital, I think I heard it three times. But of course I heard recordings too. So two times it was for organ, right? Yes. And one for harpsichord. Yes, that's right. Can you share with us what that was? Well, twice, you know, our former organ professor George Ritchie have played it at UNL. And he played it twice, but I think... On the same week? Yes, I think we were the only two students who attended both performances. And I think it's worth, you know, to listen it more than once. And this uh, collection became became his DVD recording, right? Together with, with double CD, I think, where he uh, also not only performs the art of fugue, but um, talks about each movement and the the uh, history behind the work, meaning of every uh, fugue and, and so on. And he is not the only one who talks about the art of fugue. The famous musicologist Christoph Wolf also talks about it in, in this DVD. Yeah, it's called the, the Desert Fugue, I think. We can add a link to this conversation for people to find the DVD. It's published by uh, Fugue State Films. Yes, I believe it is. Um, so, yeah, and the other, the third performance you heard by, by, by whom? By Dirksen. Peter Dirksen. Yes. Did you like his playing on the harpsichord? Yes, I liked it a lot because, you know, he always pays so much attention to a little details and he is really wonderful, wonderful performer and teacher and musicologist. Uh, he initiates, I think, um, a Facebook group called Sveling 2021 because next year there will be uh, I think 400 years anniversary uh, of swelling. Yes. S I so we need to play more swelling next year. Yes, next next uh, year. And he is one of the leading, you know, scholars of of Swelling's music, and he have published famous book, which is very extensive, and you know, I think the best source for those who study swelling. And also, also he's done great research in um, Heinrich Scheidemann's organ works and keyboard works as well. Yeah, so it was really nice you know, to hear him playing the Art of Fugue on the harpsichord. Um, if you had to choose one, which one would you choose, Dirksen or Ricci? That's a very unfair question. I don't think you should be asking it. I know, but I will ask anyway. Well, it's very different, you know, 
to hear it on the harpsichord and on the organ because the specification of these two instruments are completely different. But also playing on the harpsichord without pedals, it's kind of uh, looks like uh, more difficult, don't you think? Because you have to reach with left hand more. Well, but for people who, for example, don't know how hard or easy it is to play pedal, we think that it's harder to play, you know, something with the pedals. So it's... Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, this is a great collection to learn sight reading. When I practiced my sight reading, I learned from original clefs, not only from bass clef, but also from soprano clef, alto clef, and tenor clef. Um, in this course, in organ reading master course, I transcribed everything into modern notation with treble clef and the bass clef, so that people won't get scared too much. It's already challenging enough, I think, but adding original clefs would scare people away. Sure. I don't need that would be a, I don't think that would be a good idea. Yeah. So Bridget, if you want uh, to learn even more from the art of you, once you finish this course, you can go back a little bit and um, check out the original clefs, original notation and um, play through of them a few fugues, at least uh, beginning four. These are nice, nice. They group together nicely. And I think I already made one score with fingering and pedaling of the first contrapunctus, so people can enjoy playing for themselves uh, with with articulation, with articulated legato touch, which could be easily achieved with my fingering and pedaling. Excellent. And of course, um, we need to talk a little bit about Genevan Psalms, uh, Osha, because um, Bridget is uh, kind of interested in, in Genevan Psalms. Shall we talk about it in the next podcast episode? Well, yes, I think so. Because it's an, an, another theme. That's right. All right, guys, please um, send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.